Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's the Red Wedding. This is so nerdy. <laughs> like, oh, that's a guitar. I don't remember this. What? They didn't sing in the Red Wedding. Did yeah. Oh, at the very end of the episode, they did. After they slashed her throat. Spoiler alert. All right, people are going to start sobbing in their car. Yo, Captain Jason had his own red wedding. <sighs> Woo! A lot of people didn't get that. And then if you just listened to that music and you immediately went, oh, God, you're a nerd. It's Game of Thrones. It was a phenomenon. I mean, I'm a nerd, too. No, I'm just saying if you knew the music. Oh. If you knew the music. Because you said, where? Do you know? I said, this does sound familiar. We're nerds. That was what they played at the Red Wedding, y'all, and the Lannisters sent their regards. If you don't know what that spoiler is, alert. spoiler alert. One of the most shocking episodes of television I've ever seen. I'm still behind, like, I think now two or three episodes oh my of God. House of Dragons. The last episode was, great. was like a Shakespeare play. It was unreal. And I heard the last, The like, Lord of the Rings, oh battle. my I heard God. It was great. Yeah, I stayed up really late just to watch when it. When have you had time? We have not had time to watch television. I said it really like. <sighs> I'm happy that you got to watch your shows, but I swear to God, if you don't get <laughs> dicked down before we go on tour, I'm not going to put up with you. <laughs> I am not going to put up with you. Won't you let me be me? No, because being you gets in my <laughs> way when you haven't been dicked down. That's fair. That's fair. Yo, this is Badoo. This is Badoo. Season one, episode 14. New kids on the block. New kids on oh, the block. Oh, oh. hang in tow. Is it a thing that because we meet Nate, but is it a thing like to be from Wagga Wagga? You have to have beautiful blue eyes. I guess so. I guess so. Most Aussie men are really, really hot. I don't know what why that is, but it's true. I still say I. I think I've told this. Maybe I've said it directly to an Aussie person. I don't know if I said it on the show. But y'all, we don't remember anything we talk about anymore. No. As no. we as we're noticing, we've just listened to our old episode of Love Is Blind because where y'all Love Is Blind is coming out on October nineteenth. We're doing a from three. the vault experience. From the vault, and we want to create something that we like to call event, event television. television. Boom boom boom. <laughs> 
Poodle doesn't want to do the song anymore, even though he created it. No, I the whole thing. The whole thing. I, don't like. I still like it. Um, but it's coming out on the nineteenth, and then we're dropping our episodes because we have a uh, a friendship with this Netflix. Might, this might no, it's, it's coming out soon. Yeah, this is coming yeah. out. I think next week. Yeah, it is, is to do. Yeah. Um, we uh, so literally in, on October twentieth, we're going to drop our episodes of Love Is Blind. But, or maybe it already came out because we're recording this episode before we go <laughs> on tour. If it is, check it out. But the whole reason I was going to say this, uh, God, we're listening to these open episodes and we just repeat the same shit all the time. We're sorry, y'all. Yeah, we're like we the, do. We're like those old drunk gay uncles just sitting there telling you over and over again about how that time that he had dinner with Carol Channing in Palm Springs. And wow. You're like, I heard it, Uncle Leroy. I that get it. That is gay. That's gay. If you had an uncle who had lunch with Carol Channing and Palm Springs, I want to hear that story. I want to hear that story. But y'all, um, right now, this is going to air on, or this is going to drop on October twelfth. Yeah. So uh, that's our. That's so we're going to be dropping our behind DC the vault show. Yeah, we're going to be dropping our behind the vaults now. There's no such thing as from the vault. From the vault. You Please said don't by, fuck you up said this. Behind and once, and now it's in my head. Don't blame it me for you. your malfunctions. I learned it from watching you, Mom. <laughs> How quickly we are to put blame. I'm going to start singing the reigns of Castamere. <laughs> Have my own red wedding. Anyway, y'all, so Love is Blind. We're very excited. October 19th. We Again, we've had a preview of the season, and we will say it is good. Ooh. It's very good. It's, it is driving Poodle crazy that he can't say anything. I want to say so much. But we can't. Oh, so anyway, so much to say. Check that out. Hopefully, you bought your live tickets because, like Poodle said, we're alive right now. So, but you still have time to buy we're, tickets to our Tampa. We're on show. the move. Still, Poodle's birthday extravaganza. Yes, the first the first show is pretty sold out on Friday, but yeah. there's still plenty, plenty of tickets left on Saturday to see, to see my one person show. Oh, you're not. I, by the way, I'm fine <laughs> with the night off. I'm fine. What if they got there and it's just like, hey guys, thought I'd just invite me and a bunch of, how did I start out? And then I went here and it's just me doing a one person show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then I'd have to write it. But, but. <laughs> that reminds me of a song. That reminds me of this Hit it, Bartleby. Hit it, Bartleby. <laughs> Any other announcements? I don't think so. I don't think so. All um, right, let's jump in. What's your first T-Berg? Tea bags. Uh, I, I just said before, I mean, yeah. this was huge, y'all. I we we've seen chefs get fired before, and we've known it's coming for a long time. We knew, and Magda was re, re, uh, relieved of her duties at the end of last episode, and but for some reason, having two members of Interiors go at the same time, I know, was he- seemed to throw. Everyone off. What if he had sent Benny home too? Just three of them, or like Jamie or something like that. That would have just been insane. Oh, insane! Yeah, it was. This is. I want to say this was this moment. We've been kind of coasting for a while with this show, even though it's been interesting. This is the craziest stuff that's happened this season. It is, and it was wonderful. To see Ryan behave oh, shit. just as bad as we knew he would, and so shitty. I doubt he's going to be at the reunion. I don't know. Maybe he will be, because he'll want just the fuckery of the, he'll want yeah. the time. Yeah, and Asia's like, I'm so happy! Oh, she's <laughs> like, I don't want to see his face ever again! <laughs> I don't know. You think he'll go to the reunion? Maxwell, for sure. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do it or not. So, y'all, if you didn't watch, uh, oh. you just need to know that I'm getting comfortable. Ryan is Ryan. Basically, says like, "Oh, so this is what we're doing. But this is what we're doing. This okay, is what we're love doing. It, love it. Love it." And Captain Jay's like, yeah, too. I'm going to let you go. You know, I'm le- he's one of those guys. You know, I'm going to leave first. Yeah. I don't care. He calls Captain Jason a prick and then says, I really don't care. I really don't care. Oh, my God. I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, and so Ryan basically says, Captain Jason's a fucking vagina. And Captain Jason's right there and says, you know, if you can't leave with Grace... You got 25 minutes to leave. Mags, you got an hour and a half. That was amazing. That was amazing. And so it's just ugly. And then Ryan's like, he's 100% intimidated by, yeah, that's that's what it is. When Ryan said he's intimidated by you. I want to think about this, y'all. Justin Jason is big swinging dick. Let's just be shallow and just look at body appearance alone. That man is intimidated by you, little gremlin. He's intimidated by no one. No one. I God himself could come down and open his trousers. He's and, from Wagga Wagga. And Captain Jason would say, yeah, good. Not too impressed. And just throw out his dick. I don't know what that accent was, but sure. <laughs> um, and then he like moons the crew. I was so confused. Why? Do some, it's so childish. It's so... You know what it is? It's so, what I said the way is food is, it's so basic and predictable. It's just so, pre- he's like, a, he like acts like a jerk in an 80s movie. Yeah. He's that predictable. You're right. This was a casting fail as well. Um, we said the same thing about Below Deck Meds, Jason. Um, well, they probably thought he, they probably thought, okay, he's a chef and he'll, he'll create a little drama. Because let's be honest, casting probably likes having dickish chefs. They, no, they, I think that's just chefs in general. Yes. Um, no, but yes, but I mean, no. They like it. Let me rephrase it. I think they. it is a wonderful coincidence that they're able to cast people that provoke drama that are in right. this field. Right, no, totally. So I think they probably went into that with But I, I think what they, it, it's, it's hard for me to imagine. I think they have gotten it wrong before. They've gotten it really wrong, like the chef who made nachos, and they were terrible. And they, so they have gotten it wrong before. This was different because he seems like if you talk to him a little bit, you realize he's not really reality show material because he's not super hyper aware of his own image. No. Nor is he completely unaware. He's in the middle, which is the worst. That's true. So it's, true. it's interesting. It's, I, I, that's why I consider it a casting fail. Um, it's, he's not going to provide, if he was a good chef, they would have kept him on. Also, sometimes I could say this with Jason on, uh, Below Deck Med. Uh, this was, yeah, we just watched this week and we're watching them the same week where everybody's leaving, even though they air at different times, but. Even though they only have two more chargers left. I know. Um, but I think probably like. I think if you're one-on-one talking to a casting director and answering questions, you, he probably seems interesting. It's hard to know. No, you're exactly right. That's a hard part of casting, I think, of, I, is how are these people going to gel together. Totally. I think this, this shows like this and maybe Housewives because they have to be a certain level. 
I think these those are the hardest shows to I cast. think this I think this I would say this shows harder in the fact that they have to find not only cast members they have to have a skill set yeah that is really hard to cast I to- especially during COVID yes so it it makes sense but boy I this was, I don't envy the casting director. this was one of the worst chefs we've ever had the pleasure of experiencing definitely just oh. just for, and I and terrible yeah. terrible food right and the worst thing is actually not terrible just he didn't care about it in the middle it, it was he just didn't in the care. middle food no he did not care that's what's so weird i don't care i'm not going to sing judy the for chefs what well, most of the chefs care about their food like they they get into it cuz they had a passion for it yeah and he just didn't i don't know he needs some therapy um mags on the other hand tells captain jason if we if, if i wasn't single who knows or if I, I don't was think single, I'm going to kill anyone. Yeah, if I was single, <laughs> I'm not going to kill anyone. I'll bang you. Again, things you shouldn't say before you leave the boat. But that's I'm what not makes her good reality TV. Oh, she's genius. But she also leaves and goes, she actually had the reflection of, yeah, I fucked up. Magda. I messed up. I didn't do well. Magda was a casting triumph. She was. On the other side of the. She was. That, this is, Magda is exactly what the Below Deck franchise Thrives on. I mean, for your if they too. had her back, <laughs> they, they definitely could have her back and do a redemption season. They on could. Her. They could. Oh, I, she's great TV. I actually liked her. No, I think she uh, is annoying always on her phone, but she's fun to watch. And she's just catty enough because, y'all, anytime you've worked with the same group of people in a small space, everyone becomes your enemy for like one hour of the day. It's yeah. just going to happen. Yeah. So it, it's we, we, a lot of times we, we give these people grief for either freaking out or being rude. If you've ever if you've ever done catering or service or anything service industry and you're packed into a small space where you've spent a lot of time with people, you're going to bite their heads off. Yeah. All the time. It's and why, it's why I won't take a road trip with Poodle. You won't drive two hours with me. <laughs> no, that's our rule. If they, if we're on we don't sit next to each other on the plane either. Except we don't. We're happy. I'm happy to do it. It's that we just kind of usually you want we're doing a different things. seat. Well, no, you want a different seat and I want a different, and we can't usually get them together. You like window seats and I like aisle seats. And But then that means one of us would have to sit in the middle unless it's a plane with two seats. Who gives a shit? It's a cold day in hell when I'll be in the middle seat unless I unless I basically can't help it at all which that's my version of hell by the way it's not gonna be good because we flights are so expensive and so terrible oh these next couple of flights are awful for me you're in a middle seat i am but it's in the front row yeah it's not gonna be good for two flights because there was no aisles left maybe i can murder one of them maybe you can call the doctor and get a valium before you get on the plane (laughs) good idea i think that is a good idea um, what's your next tea bag? I think yeah, that's the first one is that they're leaving. So um, my next tea bag was <sighs> Jamie. You are so hot. I want you inside of me. I want you to do things to me, but I also need you to step up and be a leader. I'm so I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm so over him. I'm I am t- I'm like. <laughs> We were digmatized, y'all. I am digmatized, but I'm like, he's get, such a whiner. I'm like, get too. the fuck over it. Cheer up. Because Bertini looks at him and she's like, this is someone who is your subordinate. 
who is looking at yeah. you and say, "Are we good?" He's they're, being a bitch. Are they basically being saying, quite a bitch. "Are you? Are we okay?" And you just go, "Uh, I don't know." Well, maybe just don't say that word if again. You haven't avoided the conversation with her. The, this is twice now that she's tried to talk to you about this. Yeah. And you've avoided nope. each time. He has punished her for so long. Yeah, come on. And she even said, she's like, if you have a problem with the word, then maybe get over it. Well, she says, no, look inside. She didn't say get over it, actually. Yeah. She said a kinder phrase. She said, look inside yourself and wonder why does this word bother right. me? Instead of just, but yeah, Jamie, don't get me wrong. You can still dick me down. Yeah. I, mean, I can I can separate that from liking you. Now I'm I will just say though him. later on though he does have this moment where he kind of it's kind of jumping ahead, but it kind of makes sense because I was like, oh, he's really going to get on my nerves. But then he has this moment kind of with Benny where he's like, maybe I'm the one that has to do things differently. True. So maybe he has maybe it felt is, out of character. <laughs> it did, but maybe maybe there's an arc with him where he kind of learns to recalibrate himself. Maybe I think. Out I of, want good things for Jamie. Out of everyone on the boat, I think he's one of those at the reunion that people will just avoid. I I think he's he's. <sighs> you know what I think? Again, this is uh, this is I'm putting like three of my tea bags in one, so hope you have more. But triple bagger, triple bag, because I was going to talk about, but also in this conversation with Benny when they're watching the helicopter, and Jamie says that oh, I want to be a helicopter pilot, right. which. I'm leaning back in. Ooh, ooh, him and that with that little that microphone that goes around. Yes, and you just take off. You unplug the. You keep that headset on while you put it on autopilot, and you just you actually. Uh, the, I think that Kama Sutra you do the helicopter on me. Away the in helicopter, my beautiful posi- balloon. Yes, the helicopter position where it's just and you're just fucking me in the air. Where are we anyway? I don't think Jamie knows what he wants to do in life. I agree with that. And so he's done I, a lot of stuff. It makes sense that if you're he's been doing a lot of these different things and you don't it's hard to be a good leader when you don't feel secure about what you're doing and purposeful in it. Yeah. Some people can some people can take that hat off, but it was I I think what was yeah. laughable and he's like, I can't believe He's let Kevin Jason's let Mags and Ryan go, but like my team still has Benny. I'm like, you're why are you making their dismissal about you? He shouldn't make. I understand where he's coming from in that. If you look at the mess ups, yeah, it does seem like even in the editing, Benny has messed up way more than Mags. No, it's true, way more than Mags. Like Benny's almost physically hurt people twice now. The boat and then the Culver jet ski thing. Mags never put somebody's safety in danger. I think it was that, that Magda was such a drain on service, and she was such a drain on the, the other two of them, and she kept – and also the fact that every time Captain Jason saw her, she was on her phone. Well, it's And the, so yeah. he had something against her. The difference is Jason and Below Deck Med didn't get along with anyone. Right. Benny doesn't just get – Benny doesn't get along with Jamie. That's it. Right. So – there's that, but he he gets saved by his personality. Speaking of Benny, y'all, oh, did God. you know that he oh, was God. also a DJ called DJ Lazy Susan? <laughs> I don't know. All right, that's a very gay DJ name. That's that's a, a gay and also what an uninspiring. Like, hey, you're gonna go see Lazy Susan tonight? <laughs> it, like when I think of a DJ, you think. 
We're getting started. Go suck some dick. When's the last time you've been to a club? Yeah, it's like saying DJ narcolepsy. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you going to go see that? We're going to see Lazy Susan. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, yeah, I it, what it, is this? It feels like soft jazz or, <laughs> yeah, or something like he, that. Yes, he um, he DJs the Watercolors channel on Sirius. <laughs> but it didn't, but it, but when you. It does track that he's a DJ say, because of course he is. When you take two steps back, does it, yeah, does, I was going to say, does it seem out of line for Betty? It does sound like an Australian expression where he's like, I'm DJ Lazy Susan. Got, ever had a lazy Susan, mate? Again, Sounds like a sex position. I've done that one too. Yeah, the lazy Susan. Oh, that one. Actually, that you actually need a lazy Susan for that. Yeah, sometimes y'all, a lazy Susan can be a gay boy's best friend. Oh, you just plop yourself on it and just go from. You need a big one, so yeah, you just go from guy to guy yeah, and it's perfect. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. I look like an ice skater just spinning around on the ice, <laughs> just. Whoo. Uh, what? But no, I. Sorry, I'm still taking that in. Benny's a fucking DJ. Like, oh, Benny, I'm sorry. Uh, so th- what's your next one? Let's see. Um, I talk about. Um, we talk about. Um, okay, this probably didn't affect you. Didn't know Captain could get hotter for me. You mean him at the music festival? This is the difference between Poodle and I. For you, it's the music festival. For me, it's watching him talking lovingly to his daughter. Oh, him at the music festival was like, oh, fuck, you get wild. See, I wrote my over, like, I just, my, my. Oh, I fast forwarded to that. (laughs) So I went, how you're wonderful and and touching. He misses his daughter. And and you're a good parent. He misses his daughter. just, oh. Boy, we <laughs> really could not be more different. It's fine. There's only room enough for one of us. Wow, you like by Eternal, but his not great dancing at that festival. It was just interesting to think of him at music festivals and maybe taking Molly. I could corrupt him. You then know, he'd be a little bit more free with himself. Maybe I could give him a BJ. Okay, you're selling me on this music <laughs> festival thing. This might be more attractive than the kid now. Y'all, uh, I'm going to think about this, and we're going to be right back. Yeah. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy. When it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Whoa. 
Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans loved the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. New casting! Whoop! Whoop! Whoop. Oh, I hit my toe. Whoop. How'd you do that? I pulled it up and it hit on your coffee table. Not hard, just a little. <laughs> okay, great. Um, I'm glad you're concerned. My toe can be bleeding. No, nothing happened. It, no. You, 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 you made a mountain out of a molehill. I'm glad my physical safety no, is a molehill. Like nothing to you. was happening. Well, you know what? I hope I walk fine now for our tour. It'll be fine. So, y'all, we got a new chef, Nate, who's Nate. an Aussie. Pretty blue eyes. He is cute. He is cute. He's a thick boy. 
Yes, he is. I like it. Oh, thick with two C's. Thick boy, B-O-I. You know I love a little soft in the middle. Uh, anyway, he's been in, in super yacht service for 10 years, and he's basically said the galley's a mess. He's from the same place, area that Jason's from. Wagga wagga. Of course the galley's a mess, because Ryan never did fucking anything. And then yep. we also meet Taylor. Taylor! is a, a kiwi. She's a kiwi, like Aisha. Like Aisha. She's Taylor gorgeous. 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 And she's 23 years old. She's 23 years old, but she's worked since she, what, so was, she was 18? Yeah, something like that. And she so, was head of service on her last and she ship. she said, I hate it when people think young people don't know anything. And I went, I think you're going to get along with everyone, but it does seem like you have strong opinions. She's got ambitions, y'all. I think she, we're going to be okay because she's on, there's not that many charters yeah. left. But had she begin at the beginning, ooh, this is this would have been an Eve Harrington thing I bet going her on. And Toomey would have gone around. I agree. They both have this thing where they have standards. But the way Toomey, God, I love Toomey so much. She's wonderful. The way that Toomey asserts her knowledge and her expertise is in a very. I, I'm telling you this because I want to give you. I want to help you. They'll invite her back. Taylor they'll, already they'll seems her like we're doing it this way because I said so. And or I want she this. does it in a way that's like, we should do this. So there's no... Like with the pina coladas. Yeah. There's no... And it's not even that it's passive aggressive. It's just like, I've never done this with this. So I'm going to try this. And that's great confidence. I think that's wonderful. But there is a thing where like, you've been on this boat for 15 minutes. It, it, she does act like she has been on the boat since the beginning. Yeah. Which I guess they want, but it's or, very... And maybe she's thinking, we got to go in there and just do it. But there is there is a quality of like overstepping slightly. Yeah. And she even told Aisha later, we should start clearing. And I went, that's for Aisha to tell you. Yeah. I think, you know what it is? I think she's trying to show that she is in the know, that she knows all this stuff. But it's a little, it's coming off a little bit forward. And also, Aisha's too nice, probably, and she's new. She but is. I think, honestly, this is jumping forward, but since you brought it up, I think this is part of the breakdown in the communication of the dinner. Mm-hmm. Because it's really, did Nate tell, I think he told Taylor that the sauce is worth a second course, too. Yeah. But Taylor didn't communicate that. I mean, it ultimately falls on Aisha. Aisha's the one who messed up service. Right. But... I don't think it's going to come down that hard on them, although this dinner took for fucking ever. They started at 8, and they were still eating at 10. 15. God. I, no wonder the guests were, like, wandering around. Well, what's-her-name got drunk? Oh, the primary that doesn't drink? Jordy. <laughs> who met her boyfriend or met someone at the Australian version of Burning Man. <sighs> can we talk about this charter, actually? Can we? Yeah. Can we talk about that this was, like, Burning Man via Party City. Oh, the you, costumes. You know, uh, <laughs> and y'all, if you Burning Man, people do dress like this, but it was like it's the, that boho. They're they're chic they're, slash appropriation of indigenous clothing. Yeah, it's just it. You know what they were all reminded me of? slash uh, kind of steampunk. Yes, they all reminded me of uh, my friend Clayton. Ferris that I went to college in North Texas with. He does like comedy stuff here in LA and acting. The cella guy. But he does, he's, he is like big, he was big on Vine. Yeah. I think now he does more TikTok, but he became really famous, uh, or not famous, but he does like, oh my God, we're going to Coachella. That was the. But that's, y'all, if you don't live in California, you think, oh, this is a, this is a like a farce. There aren't really no, people like that. No, everyone's dressed that way. That's these people. Yeah. 
That that is Jordy. She is the cella girl. She is. You think this is gonna get a cella? Uh, so the so we talked about the stews. What's your next uh, tea bag, or is it my turn? Um, I could go. That's fine. Yeah. Um, y'all, Culver doesn't want to go on this van he trip. He doesn't. You can just tell. But he's like, oh, yeah, I think he's, he's, a little, he's like, yeah. I think he's thinking about. I think he, he's getting homesick. Yeah, because he was talking to his mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I don't know how many overseas charters he's done, or maybe he always gets this way at the end of at the end of a season. Um, but you can start to see him check out a little bit. Yeah, um, it's interesting. Even though he has a really good time being his like cruise director personality, he's starting to check out a little bit. I agree. Yeah. And again, I think a lot of that is still. I just don't think he's into Bertini. No, I think he's being too polite. I mean, we see next week's out. They said next week on, we see that like Bertina's kind of wants to talk to him. Like, are you into me yeah. or not? And we see that Culver, we see that he makes out with Jordy. I think he makes a really good, polite coworker. And, but if, but if he's on a reality show, he doesn't necessarily make a good, because he's going to, he's going to have fun, but he's not going to give you, he's not going to go all the way there. Well, the fact that he ends up making out with a person on a charter. That's not good. He went all the way there. Well, Kyle did it too. Kyle Kyle flirted, but they never kissed or anything till he got off the boat. Oh. Oh, are they still on? Oh, wait, wait. I thought their charter was done. Their charter was done and they char- they charter No, I'm talking about Jordy's charter. Oh, no, I think the whole, I don't think this is a short charter. I think because they said, uh, he kisses her and next week, and maybe they just tease us, but they say he just made out with the charter guest. Wait, I thought this was on land. I don't think this was on the, it was on the may, boat. Maybe this is after their charter. Maybe when, when we'll see next week. That's what I thought. Maybe. I, I so hope So do you think right. they were on the boat? Not on the boat, but like they were. Maybe they went offshore. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Maybe they're maybe Culver did nothing wrong, and they're just trying to make us think that. That's probably it. I don't know. I I don't think it's that big of a deal if you're if they're off the boat. Yeah, or if you're off the boat. And, yeah, uh, you after know they're charter. off the charter because he's wearing the silver hat, the helmet. Yeah. So who cares if he makes out with her? <laughs> Stop trying to rev me up, Bravo, with your editing. So, uh, yeah. That that What's was a nice that week? was a nice little dis, uh, little excursion we did there. Well, I bet some <laughs> other people did. They no, probably went on true. their journey. What's yours? Uh, my next one is the. Let's see. Okay. No. Oh. 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 They're out, y'all. They're out having their music festival kind of thing with the. It does look pretty. It does look pretty. It looks really pretty. But it's dark. What would Captain Sandy say? I guess Captain Jason doesn't care. It's dark. I need people <laughs> on board my ship so I can lead my ship. So I can lead them. You know, it's like that, you know, uh, they didn't let, they didn't, he didn't let Willis and Arnold, Mr. No. Drummond didn't let Willis and Arnold out at, at, at night. No, because. They were kids. Yeah, because when they did that, Willis got touched. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that got dark. <laughs> Remember Yikes. that episode? Yes, and it terrified me. Because <laughs> my mother was already saying, you boys, don't ever get in any cars. Someone will, someone will like take you and molest you. That was kind of revelatory that they put that on television. Yes. I remember that guy. Was the, he had the bike shop owner. 
I remember it. That's when they had. We never found out if he went to jail. They didn't do that part. No. Um, but they. That was back in the day when they said, it was like. Before trigger warnings, they had, this is a very special episode. Yes. Now they just fucking air shit. That's true. They don't even tell you what's happening now. You don't even know. You're like, oh, well, he got shot in the head. Where was I when you brought up molestation? (laughs) I don't even know where I was. You were talking about, oh, um, oh, whatever you're talking about. Something you were talking about. Whatever I was talking about. Can we talk about... Jordy completely just falls off the wagon on this boat. Well, she remember she said it's not that she doesn't drink. Yeah, she said it's she said she's thinking about it for her health and it's not good for her. But she kind of decides when in Rome. But y'all, she is drunk and slurring her words when she decides to because she did say sometimes I just get a lot of control. <laughs> she did say that. She did. Yeah. And guess what happens? God, I love selective editing. I love it. <laughs> Good job, Bravo. Good job. Good job. I don't have a ton. Can we just talk about the dinner a little bit? Sure. Why it went. I love the term shit pickle. I've never heard that before. Shit pickle. When Um, when the dishwasher. Of course the dishwasher breaks. Nate's having a Mercury retrograde kitchen. And this is rough because it's his first time. He's trying to make everything good. The captain's there. and and The the, first course they loved. Do I think this had to do with. The fact there was someone else there on service. Aisha is used to telling someone like Mags everything to do. And then, and I think Jason was making for the cameras, making a bigger deal of what it had. Yes, it was long. I think but it's just also, it was too many things. Yeah. First of all, half the crew left to go to a beach, to set up a beach picnic. Yeah. So they weren't there to communicate and really spend time to plan. Right. Then, so, and Aisha left. Mm-hmm. So she and they brought back Taylor. So Aisha's not there to communicate dinner stuff to him. Right. So she's not there. So Taylor's there. They're setting up. Taylor's new. She doesn't know the chain of how to communicate. So there's that. Then on top of the dishwasher's fucking broke. Right. And he has to wait. To, it was just there were so many things that went wrong. I I honestly feel like, and I think he will. But after all this is said and done, and the captain Jason evaluates this, he's going to say like, we had our first little hiccup. Let's not do it again. I really don't think a little bit of Aisha's fault as far as communication, but I really don't think it's anybody's fault. I agree. Yeah. But it sucks because have you ever had cold tempura? Terrible. It's del- it's one of those things, y'all, when it comes out of a fryer and it's delicious and it's hot, it's Terrible. one of the best things you're ever going to put in your yeah. mouth. Cold tempura is awful. But after four minutes, it's useless. It's really true. And because Jordy pulled a drunk girl move and went to go throw up in the bathroom or whatever she's doing, <laughs> they can't serve. Then, then there was a guest who was working on her sashimi with the tiniest knife and fork, just really taking her time. Oh, that Who it, eats sushi that slow? You know what? That bitch that delayed dinner for everyone else. That would piss me off. Oh... Uh, that's that's one thing you're gonna get y'all from us. If you eat dinner with Poodle and I, we eat dinner like we eat dick quickly. And also, if you're one of those people who's like waiting to be offered like the last mozzarella stick or the last appetizer thing, I I will I I honor I honor the idea of let's split oh. the appetizers. But if it's still there ten minutes later, I will eat it. Because you have obviously shown no interest.
do get offended when people. This happens. Bef- this happens because, to me lots of times. Because Jake, y'all, this is what happens when the appetizer comes. Jake immediately will assess how many appetizers there are and how many and people who are can on have, the table. Yes, and he'll say he'll say I I like this actually about you, and you'll say okay, everybody can have two, and we'll say okay. Of course, because I'm a civilized person. And so you'll eat your two appetizers. And then if somebody, let's say I eat one, and then I'm talking and have a conversation. And if 10 minutes later, I still have my one appetizer on there. It, it's good. Jake I will, will ask you, Jake are will, you going to eat your other you one? Will start looking at it and being like, you can tell that you start getting anxious about this. Yes. And then if I don't eat it. You will pick it up and say, well, if you're not going to eat this, somebody has to. Yes. Like Mother Poodle, I will you will eat on, it. I will honestly think you have lost interest in whatever canapé, lovely little appetizer, because I love a fucking appetizer. I could make you a whole— do. Yeah, here's But here's the issue. <gasps> if you're one of those people who just eats whatever you want to, you might, you might, oh, I'll have four of these, and there are four people at your table, and you don't give it a second thought, you're an animal. I'm seeing it now, and I will call you out. I've been at dinner with people like that. <laughs> Have you seen that? When people will do that? Yes. I'm, I'm in disbelief when it happens. <laughs> I was at a business dinner where oh. someone did that once, and I did not. I was thinking about never calling them again. <laughs> we got to go. Y'all, you got to count your appetizers we gotta go. if they're individual. This is going to be like a fight on the Facebook group of the mods. You're going to say, please never talk about appetizers again. Just the other time, we got we got one crab cake, and I divided it into three pieces, which isn't always easy. <laughs> you have to kind of think thirds. That's the show. That's the show. This is something that's very important to me. Because it's all about equality. <gasps> Appetizer equality for everyone at the table. And if you give up your, if you oh, give up your appetizer, you can seed it. It should... It should be divided in between two people. I agree. Otherwise, I'm going to eat it. But I. <laughs> but if you if you have shown no interest <laughs> in the remaining appetizers, mm-hmm. it goes to me because I want it almost certainly. That's the show, and that's sorry. The, that's the night that the appetizers went down in Georgia. All right, everybody. I did not know that I had that in me. I but, didn't know um, that either. We're, I feel very strongly about that. We're going to leave you with that. Uh, we'll, I don't even know. Just whatever. I, I'll also say, oh, that, one's just, last, that last one's yours. What, I'll say that all the time. <laughs> you will say that one. And, and it usually means eat it. And, eat it and, so and, I don't if think If I don't, it. that means. And then if I say, here to the waitress, you could take this. Jake will say, oh, I'll take that. How dare you. We got to go, everybody. That's the show. I need to shut up about appetizers. We're going to see you next week. Until then, it's Anchors Again. You completely took the show. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.